welcome to this week's Q on Q. Hey, if you haven't taken a minute to do so, if you're on Facebook or Instagram or both, check out our pages on either site. Just look for Q on Q. Throughout the week, you'll find info about our upcoming episodes, inspirational graphics, and stories you can share with others. And Q52 launched around a month ago now. It's 52 seconds of inspiration and challenge. So take a minute out of your day and check those out. Give them a like, a follow, or a subscribe, and share those pages and this podcast with others. Well, this is the third and final episode in a three-part series that I've called Puzzled. And we're talking about how life is related to a puzzle. If you didn't tune in to the previous two episodes, let me catch you up to speed a little bit on what we have talked about. The first part was about boundaries. Specifically with puzzles, we start by building with the outside and how that is a metaphor for life. We need a boundary. We need a defined outer edge that allows us to know where everything belongs and to help us find where everything goes. So in other words, we need boundaries for our lives to follow so we can make sure to pick and put the pieces in the right places. Then we moved on to the inner pieces. Now to pick the right pieces and what pieces belong is pretty important. And most of the time, if we can recognize a spot or a matching piece for the inside parts, they still just kind of float around and don't really have a home until we find how they fit. We have stacks, a bunch of stuff that doesn't have a place or know the right place that they go. And as we go through life, we live out our calling and discover God's plan for our lives. We identify the pieces that belong and the ones that don't. So that brings us to this week. Once we have our boundaries in place and we know our identity and what pieces belong and how to identify them and what don't and where the ones go that do belong, what then? Well, just like with a puzzle, we start putting it all together and putting it together doesn't happen instantly especially if it's a larger puzzle. It takes place over a period of time, sometimes hours, sometimes days, sometimes weeks, or in the case of our family lately, months. <laughs> We've been working on this really big puzzle that's taken a really long time. Or in the case of our lives, it takes place over literally our lifetime. Because you see, our life is a process. You're going to hear me use this word a lot today. There are times when we have dreams, goals, aspirations, you know, and God put those in our direct path pretty quickly. But there might be other times, other things that we want or we concoct that we'll never see because it's not part of what God has called us to do. And there's yet other times, and this seems to be the majority, when God puts things in our hearts that he has for us, but we have to wait for them. I found during those times of waiting, God prepares us for his promise. During the time we're waiting, we undergo a process. And in that process, he teaches us things. He uses people, situations, opportunities, and challenges to grow our character, our faith, and our ability to do what we feel called to do. While building a puzzle is truly an end destination, what I mean by that is you know you're finished because you obviously can see the picture is done. Life is a puzzle we continually build, and reaching the end is when we are called home. During the rest of our life, we continue to build, and we go through the process. Sometimes we don't understand why we find pieces quickly, and other times why we don't. Sometimes we get frustrated by how long it's taking, or sometimes we get bored because of how easy it is. But the question I want you to consider today is this. Will you trust the process? 
Because becoming the best you that God has called you to be is not a singular goal or a one-time visit or a destination we somehow just arrive at. It's a process, just like building the puzzle. I want to take a look today at 1 Samuel 16 in the scriptures. And God tells Samuel in that chapter that a new king would be chosen from the tribe of Jesse. And while many assumed the oldest son would be chosen, as he probably would have been first in line to receive his father's inheritance and was probably the most prepared for the role, it is in fact David, the youngest son who is out tending to the sheep, who is anointed to be the future king. Now, if you read a story about somebody who is anointed to be a king, it would be logical if the next thing in the story is that he takes the throne, right? But David doesn't take the throne right away. David goes back to what he was doing, and many things had to happen before David would actually become king. There was a process that God had designed for them all to go through before it had happened. God knew that some things needed to happen in David's life before he could be king. So let's think about that in our own lives. There are things that need to happen in each of our lives before we can step into what God has for us. We tend to get frustrated when we don't get results immediately. We begin to lose faith when what we've hoped for, what we've prayed for, doesn't come to fruition. The truth is, though, that the process is essential. Everybody must go through the process to get results. And oftentimes, we find out what we're waiting for wasn't what we were going to get after all. And what we went through was preparing us for something totally different than what we thought. So here's what happens. People might say, I had faith and God didn't do it. He didn't answer my prayer. He didn't do what I asked. And they're frustrated because they thought God said it would happen and it didn't. So let's reflect on the first three words that I shared as part of that statement. I had faith. That's a past tense statement. And my friends, that's not how faith works. By phrasing it that way, we're saying that we have faith for a moment, and that faith goes away when nothing happens in that moment. And as much as it might hurt to hear, that's not faith at all. You see, faith is what keeps you going until you see God do what he's promised. Faith causes you to trust and to believe and to say things like, I may not have seen it yet, but if God promised it, I'm sure I will. You set your mind on the idea that life is a process and that God uses that process to bring about his promises in your life, it will strengthen your faith. God uses that process to make the pieces fit, to put it all together, to build your puzzle. One of the things that seemed to hinder a lot of people is developing what I would call tunnel vision. This is when we're so focused on the light at the end of the tunnel that we can't see what's literally happening right in front of us. Our eyes can't adjust to what's around us because we're focused on the end. And when we do that, you miss so many things, or you find yourself tripping over things because you can't see them in the way. If you can't see what God is doing in you and around you because you're focused on one thing that may be way down the road, you could miss out on opportunities and real learning experiences along the way. And something many of us miss out on is this. We have to be prepared before we can take advantage of an opportunity. We have to have our borders in place, 
and the pieces that are supposed to fit in place before all of the other ones can fall in line. I've had many opportunities present themselves to me in my lifetime. Video work, professional performing, ministry work, radio gigs, other teaching opportunities. And I often think to myself, you know, if I just quit what I do full-time, I could apply myself at any one of these things full-time and, and flourish. But here's the problem. Yes, God has blessed me with many opportunities, and I believe a lot of gifts to be able to serve in these different areas. And a lot of them are, are getting bigger and, you know, taking up some time and really been a really big blessing to me. But God didn't call me to leave my full-time occupation, at least not yet. I still believe that there might be something different ahead of me in the future at some point. But right now, all those other areas are places I'm working and developing and growing and flourishing. They are pieces of the puzzle that have fallen in line and are starting to make connections to build a bigger picture. I heard a sermon one time that included a very wise statement that has stuck with me to this day. And it said, where you are right now is not where you will always be. Let me say that again. Where you are right now is not where you will always be. Even when it looks like nothing is changing on the outside, things are changing on the inside. Because as we have patience and hope and trust and faith in the process, God is building us up, our character, our willingness to serve, and our gifts. As has been true with me every step of the way, God prepares us for opportunities that will come. Over the past several years, the COVID pandemic, standardized testing, increased behavioral problems have caused many teachers to leave the profession. And I'd be lying if I sat here and said, I haven't had the same thoughts at some points. But here's the deal. God hasn't called me anywhere else. And God's not done with my calling in what I do. A conversation I just had today with a student. I know why I'm there. And I know why I'm not done yet. And I don't know if it'll be a month or a year or 20 years from now. But let's go back to the story of David for a minute. After where we were before, David being anointed as the future king, we learned that David was developing his ability to play the lyre and write music. Think of it this way. If David had never mastered the lyre, he never would have been chosen to play for Saul. And because of that, he may never have had the chance to kill the lion and the bear, and in turn, never had gotten the opportunity to face Goliath. And because of all of that, may never have built the trust and the reputation to be king. You see, think of it this way. The preparation had to come before the opportunity. I'll say that again. The preparation had to come before the opportunity. The pieces had to fall in place before David could put them all together. The same is true for every one of us. Maybe you're in a season of waiting right now. Maybe you're frustrated with the process and just don't understand why things are happening or maybe even what is happening. Maybe you've honestly asked yourself if God is really ever going to bring about his promise. Well, I'm here today to encourage you with this. You can trust the process. You know, I've been through quite a lot in my life and I've had many opportunities where I could have just thrown in the towel. 
or many opportunities where I could have said, I don't believe anymore. But you know what? I trusted the process. And through that, I've grown in the process. And what the process does is this. It allows our faith to be strengthened by knowing that God is preparing us today for what he wants to do through us in the future. He's giving you opportunities to trust him and to be bold in your faith. He's growing your character and fine-tuning your gifts so you not only know what to do, but when to use them. The process is bringing about the promise. And we'll continue to live that process out all the days of our lives. Because your puzzle is being built one piece at a time. The connections are being made. The designs are falling into place. God is putting your complete picture together one piece at a time. And until that day that he finishes his work in you, we must continue to live on in faith, knowing and trusting that all the pieces that we need are there and that it only takes a matter of time before they will fall into place. Let's continue to live this life and build this puzzle so someday we'll see the complete picture. And as I've said before, be excited when we hear him say, well done. Well, thank you for being a part of the Puzzled series. We're going to be taking a few weeks off after this, but we'll be back on May 31st with an all-new set of episodes for the summer. In the meantime, check out our inspirational videos and posts on social media at Q on Q. And don't forget to share our podcast and our channels with your family and friends. But that's all for this week's Q on Q. As always, I really do appreciate you taking time to listen. And we will see you back here next time when we'll have more for you on Cube.